Thank you for joining the Zen Care Podcast. These recorded Dharma talks are given freely to our community in the heart of New York City, which we are honored to now share with you. New York Zen Center for Contemplative Care is dedicated to transforming the nature of care through contemplative practice by meeting illness, aging, and death with compassion and wisdom. Learn about us at zencare.org. So it's a very auspicious evening tonight. Not only is it the 48th day of our practice period, and welcome to those who are new. And also we have another new person here in the Zendo, and also wonderful to welcome Pema here, even though they're being very mysterious behind their broken camera. But it's just great to be together in the way that we can. The poem from our practice period today for the selected text is by Junko Oishi, Oishi, a nun, Soto Zen nun, from Japan, who lived from 1888 to 18, to 1968, so 80 years. And she wrote this poem. If you do, you can. If you don't, you can't. When you say you can't, if you say you can't do what can be done, it means you haven't set out to do it. Sounds like Yoda. (laughs) Very clear. And to me, that what she's speaking to, at least from the way I experience it, is that clarity of burning through all of your like, oh, I like it, I don't like it, I, I don't want to do it, I, don't, I feel insecure about doing it, I'm tired, I'm sleepy, I'm uncomfortable. She's like, just do it. Don't make a story about it. Ever make a story about it? If you do, you can. Doesn't mean it's going to go great. But we show up. It's like even in our zazen, we're just showing up. It's so exciting to actually show up in your life. And if you don't, you can't. And we all know what that's like. No one has to practice that. When you say you can't do what can be done, it means you haven't set out to do it. So it's so clear. 
in some way, we make so much drama about just doing it, just participating. Or I'll do it if I feel like I'm appreciated, or I'll do it if I get a cookie, or if I'll do it if I get, you know, whatever. So popular. Oyama Roshi says, the old nun who raised me from the age of five had a habit of murmuring this poem all the time. Not so much to encourage other people, but to strengthen her resolve. If you do, you can. It always reminds me of what Sarah Silverman does in the morning, and she goes in the mirror, she's like, we got this. You know, it's like that kind of same energy. If you do it, you can. And again, it doesn't mean that it's going to go well, but it means that you're in it, that you're in your life. This morning, walking over here, I encountered this amazing sunflower that someone had grown in the median of Ninth Avenue. This amazing sunflower. Who thinks to do that? Who notices what's around them? The poem is written by Junko Oishi. In her life, as Oyama Roshi writes, demonstrates how endeavor can overcome even extreme difficulties. So if you think of problems that make it hard for you to practice clearly, listen up. In June 1904, in the red light district of Hori in Osaka, the proprietor of a geisha house, Nakagawa-san, went berserk on hearing his wife's infidelity and put his six geisha to the sword. Five of them died instantly, but one was saved by some miracle. It happened on a summer night when she was 17. Having lost both hands by the sword and no longer able to dance and perform as a geisha as she had been trained her whole life, She joined a company of wandering entertainers. During the tour of the North, the company moved from city to city, 
and she was lodged in a boarding house there and the garden of the boarding house there was a pair of canaries and their young kept in a teeny tiny cage in a maple tree such an image isn't it kept in a teeny tiny cage in a maple tree where the birds would actually maybe even enjoy caged in the midst of an expanse of life. They had no room to fly, and while the male bird sang happily at the top of its voice, the female nestled her young and fed them with her bill. She thought to herself, they do everything with their mouths, don't they? And I have a mouth too. If I try my best, there shouldn't be anything I can't do with mine. She recalled in that moment the words of the man who had harmed her, who had cut off both of her arms. He often said, Anything other people can do, I'm sure we can. Everything depends solely on effort. And at that moment, she decided to start anew. It's so inspiring to me. To see that even if we see ourselves in a little cage, or if we feel like we have a little life, that there is also possibility in the midst of it. Later, when after she ordained, she said, if the problem is a crippled body, nothing can be done about it. But don't let your heart be crippled. So I wonder how each of us, in some ways, cripple our own hearts. How do you actually use your life? And how are you kind of still living as if that moment when something has happened to you? Or how can you see what's also possible? To me, this is the exact kind of power of zazen, to actually be in the time of your life as Dogen Zenji talks about it, like to actually be in the time being, right now. 
I was thinking also about the people in my life who have harmed me, which there are several. And that I am here because of them. So in a strange way, it's a gratitude. So I can't actually imagine a better life. And if we don't, this is Oyamaro, she says, then the door slams shut. We keep shutting the door of what actually is possible. To me, this is exactly what we have to also appreciate. How many of us even appreciate that we have hands and arms and what is possible? And how do we let her teaching also appreciate what we do have? So many of us spend so much time in what's kind of fucked up about us or what's wrong. But how do we actually learn how to use the practice to actually see, oh, I'm right here. I can live beyond these stories. Or within this little cage of this little life, I can actually sing. You know, she became a great poet, deeply appreciated. Oishi-san. And she would write these poems with a brush in her mouth. So some of you I know read the poem this morning, but it has to me such a different meaning when you realize how she wrote this with her mouth. Like dipping the thing in the ink The amount of effort that takes, the amount of clarity that takes. If you do, you can. If you don't, you can't. When you say you can't do what can be done, it means you haven't set out to do it. And let's practice that in appreciation. For Ishi-san, for Yama Roshi for bringing us that story that also inspired and informed her life. It's like, how do you use all of these incredible teachings that have been brought forward and not squander them? Thank you.